folks. XQ quality, better than HQ, but no one knows what the X stands for, except we're extremely good. <clears throat> Here we go. Episode 264 of Channel Massive. Oh. <laughs> I love the smell of napalm in the morning. <laughs> Kicking it off right. Well, that's how it starts. <laughs> From this point on, it'll just get worse. So dig in, people. You have, you have four podcasters. Four excellent podcasters this evening. Seasoned. Seasoned, grizzled veteran podcasters. You have you have the infamous Noah, yeah. responsible for the purging of, I don't know, some Nintendo Joe thing at some point. I'm <laughs> <laughs> when he made everybody re-interview for their volunteer jobs. Um, Terry Scott, who is already planning... A, an insane amount of drinking next week. And nudity. Yes. And Possibly. combined with nudity. So there's like this harassment, anti-harassment clause at Dragon Con <laughs> that you might want to read. <laughs> he, he, um, he won't have the ABC party to go to. We won't have the ABC party unless That's we just true. make our own. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite possible. We can do that. Yeah. Um, and we have Southern Fried Scott. Who yeah, is, it's, I'm actually practically irregular now since this is like the fourth one in a row. So he's no longer irregular. Yeah, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm all fibered up. So let's go. His, his metamucil is strong. The bed clothes are soiled. Uh, yep, he is preparing for no, colostomy bag. No, a colostomy. Oh. Bag. <laughs> <laughs> now does that serve like double duty as a bagpipe? If you're oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> Ever heard of pray and spray? Or shake, shake, shake and bake. <laughs> shake and bake. Shake and bake, baby. Shake and bake. Bagpipe. Just don't so, squeeze it too hard. Scott is uh, already anticipating all the cool League of Legends swag he will get from Riot when he goes to PAX next week. Yes. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, it's going to be so awesome. You know what? You know, they actually have daily Dominion tournaments. Ooh. It's unfortunate that I'm so out of practice. Well, I don't know, you know. I mean, Play Sona, it won't matter. Compared to the That's average true. player, we're actually pretty good. So. Yes, I am an average player, and you guys beat me constantly. Yeah, well, I mean, no one and I did, kind of did not, even two years ago, did not really think that much of our playability. We went in Dominion and tanked Spank pretty yeah. good. So. We still dominated in Dominion? We did oh, yeah. dominate in the Dominion. Yeah. In our one playthrough, we were we were pretty pretty impressive. Awesome. Well, yeah, and twenty eight kills. That's pretty awesome. That is good. And um, uh, as the introduction comes to a close, last and unfortunately least, there is myself. Saving the best for last. Who needs like, no introduction? I need only yeah, no introduction. I am I am Mark, <laughs> and I will be going to Dragon Con as well. And Noah will be going to PAX. We will be taking separate paths this year. 
to yes. opposite corners of the country. Yes. One, yes you know, you all have the requisite Scott on hand, so. We each have our token Scott. Thank you, Mr. Mark, for bringing us along. <laughs> it's, nice, it's nice to know, like, because when I'm really mean to Can somebody we named Scott. Luggage, though? Yeah. It's great. Can you carry my luggage, manservant? Bring it to my hotel room. Oh, no, don't cross the threshold. Just leave that side. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll also, carpet. Some of us will meet Agamemnon for the first time, which will be cool. Very cool. And um, Scott, or, uh, Scott, Bob, who has joined the podcast a few times, will be there mm-hmm. as well. Sporting a... Uh, uh, gosh, I, I lost a HEV. Is that what it is from Half-Life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A suit. I've seen the pictures. Uh, it's getting really close, and it's looking really good. Like, really good. And he shaved his beard, so he's actually got the goatee, too. So. <laughs> and and he's, he's packing heat. He bought himself a real crowbar. And, of course, he's painting it to look distressed like the one in Half-Life 2. He's going to try and make one, but... How's like, he going to get that in the plane? Is he going to... Golf it's going. Bags. He's checking it. He, he already researched. He can check it uh, with his luggage. So, so yeah, should be cool. You guys need to take pictures because I want to see all this stuff. Well, we will, and it sounds like uh, Scott, uh, military Scott's going to be filming. So it might be a new reality show on Bravo. Yeah, I'm going to try to. It'll be the Scott's real Orcs Dragon Con. <laughs> might have to edit some of this stuff later in the night, but. Right, yeah, because at that at late at night will be the best time to 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 like draw the line, right? Oh, that's got to go. No, yes. that'll be for our paying adult subscribers. Right, exactly, right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, it should be fun though. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, you thought Massive was about games, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Huh. <laughs> um, Channel massive. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's right. That's word correct. play on large phallic things. You know. Anyway. Right. No, just for they some can't of... all be singers, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what trip's going to be scarier to be on: Pax or DragonCon. Noah. In just seven days, he will make you a man. <laughs> Accept it. <laughs> It'll all be over soon. <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs> At least that's what I hear from the ladies. <laughs> so sorry. Okay. Sorry. No so obviously we uh, didn't prepare much of an agenda for tonight. Um, but yeah, we thought we'd talk about our expectations and hopes and dreams for both events and. Uh, yeah. Also talk about our uh, our our weekly uh, gameplay experiences, which are slightly different. As once again, we are divided between WoW and uh, that other and game. A fun I think it's called like <laughs> Chasm or something. Oh, Rift. Yes, Rift. Um, Crevice. Crevice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about that. Now we're divided differently than our trips to PAX and Dragon Con. So that's true. No- Noah and I have been playing uh, WoW. We have an email about that, which is cool. Yeah, and uh, a really good one. Uh, actually, kind of two. It's kind of like a double feature. It is. Are they both typed with an iPhone? Because I just am marveling at the length. Because yeah. there's no way I can do that with an iPhone. I get so frustrated. But 
Allison wrote in. We'll get to that a little later, I guess, in this freeform podcast with no notes. We're live without a net. Um, yeah, we'll manage. But, uh, yeah, I think and I, I think um, just to kick it off, I guess, um, so we've all been, well, let's see. I've been to uh, Dragon Con, but not to PAX. Noah's <laughs> been to both. Scott's been to both. Uh, Southern Fried Scott's been to both. <laughs> Military Scott, this will be his first con ever. First con ever, yeah. So he's expecting it to look like the pictures and not the reality. <laughs> <laughs> All um, the fun and none of the suck. Yeah. But actually, I I have to say, um, I was blown away by Dragon Con, perhaps more than more so than um, Noah and Scott since they're doing packs. But um, I was like... Like, just for people watching, it's like, I, I think you could seriously oh, yeah. go there just to watch people. Just hang out in the hotel. Yeah, you just hang out I would argue that that's probably the best thing to do at Dragon Con. Oh, well, that's good, because that's kind of what I was planning on being. That, that was going to be my number one kind of thing. Yeah. Just to like, hang out and freaking talk to random people. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I really, I really do think, like, the, you know, like, the... The Dungeons and Dragons, the actual traditional role-playing tracks, are are really well done. You know, yeah. Um, it's when they branch out beyond that that some of the stuff it's kind of hit or miss at that point whether you get something decent or not. Um, you know, the thing about PAX is you got a pretty good, you know, their their production quality of what they're presenting because a lot of it is, you know, industry based. You know, it's it's. You're you're much less likely to get some ass crap stuff in the middle of it, you know. I got no ass. That's <laughs> I, I got good. zero ass. I'm still <laughs> yes. zero ass. I, I'm still married. Well, uh, I mean, you know, you lay that you you walk into a room and it's like, oh, this is an hour of suck. Great. One yeah. one thing that I think might make you guys a little jealous about Dragon Con this year that I'm super duper excited about is Chris Roberts is going to be at Dragon Con presenting a sneak preview of Star Citizen. Ooh, oh, is he cool. is. I didn't even I didn't see that one. That yeah, one, that would be pretty cool. That one I'm super psyched and will be probably sitting in line like two hours before just to make sure there's no chance I miss it. Um, so that's one of the ones I'm really excited about. I don't know if you guys have got your stuff figured out for packs, like what what will be. There's really only three or four compelling yeah. things, a day, which is actually a good thing totally. because that gives you enough time to go on the the. Uh, so there's going to be so many games to play. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands on experience. Type. And they, uh, you know, I want to see the you know the new Elder Scrolls Online is going to be there. That's going to be pretty awesome. Um, with you know, that will be cool to see. That'll be really cool. I have become, uh, since in the last month playing um, Fallout Three, I've become a huge Bethesda fan, like mm-hmm. just gigantic. I, oh, I mean, between them and Bioware, they're my two favorite companies. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. Creative Assembly is pretty cool too, but that's somewhat niche. So, but um, yeah, that'll be really cool for you. Now, I'm I'm assuming you guys are just going to be falling all over yourselves to play My Little Pony Dark Apocalypse. <laughs> um, no, but um, we will be there to play Wildstar. So that's right. And I'm jealous. Wow, that'll I'm be, jealous. That'll be cool. Well, I mean, you know, when we were there two years ago and didn't even know what the hell it was, it kind of blew us away. So I'm really yeah, we got hands really on looking time. I, I actually wouldn't have known anything about it if you guys hadn't come back with stories about it and stuff. I 
Yeah. Well, that's and that's the kind of stuff where, you know, I'm really the things that I'm not really aware of, even though I'm tied into the industry pretty. You know, I mean, I read all the news every day, but the things that just hit you out of the blue—that's the stuff that I want to see. So. Yeah, it's cool to be surprised. Riot Games is a huge surprise to us all. So, you just never yeah, but I mean, even when we went to PAX, you know, we had seen League of Legends. We knew what it was. Now, at yeah. that time, it was still kind of an up-and-comer. I mean, it yeah. had not become the behemoth it is now, but, um, you know, they it's just like, you know, they were releasing Dominion, and there was a lot of what is it going to be, and how is it going to play, and, you know, there's going to be plenty of that there. I'm... I'm pretty stoked. So, yeah. One one thing I've been doing is um, for Dragon Con, I felt like there's I was so overwhelmed last year with options of what to spend my time on, and made some really poor choices, um, and and some that were really good that I didn't expect to be so good. I've been like all over the app for it this year, which they pretty much got all the events in there now. And um, I'm just looking through that and trying to, you know, pick out what to do. Um, but I've also been listening to a podcast um, called... Um, Who does that? 50 Who days? does podcasts? I know. Yeah. Who does that? You're so antiquated. Yeah. <laughs> well, their editing is basically they start rolling the podcast to record it with a couple of soundboard sounds, and then they're done. So, But, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's a site it called... sounds like the entire production of Dragon Con. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is kind of. They have uh, it's the unique geek dot com puts it on. And it's called Fifty Days to Dragon Con, and it's actually pretty informative. But they always have at least one co-host as a director, but they have guest directors, and so that's been kind of cool to hear from these folks. Like, uh, what? Uh, what? <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. I just had. To, I'm like, what? <laughs> All right, we've just been hit with the. Oh no! Guess who the new Batman is, guys? Don't Google yeah, it. Yeah, it's what's his face, uh, the Daredevil guy. Yeah, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah, him. What? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the hell? You heard it here first, folks. If you well, don't manage is, to hear it, it till Monday, DC, it's a DC guy, so of course it's got to be lame. It could have been worse. You know who it could have been? Ryan no. Reynolds. Oh no, they've already had no. <laughs> Channing Tatum. <laughs> oh. No, oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> God. He's a, he was a quote. an extraordinary right. actor to take on one of DC Comics' most enduringly popular superheroes. Extraordinary. And Ben Affleck certainly fits that bill and then some, WB President Frank Silverman said. Can he say, why are you trying to kill me? <laughs> oh, God, no. So is he, the, is he Batman for more movies or is it for the Justice League thing? It's for the Batman versus Superman movie. Batman versus what? Superman. Well, the That's problem the with to Superman, yeah. the, the problem Batman with versus... Batman versus Superman mm-hmm. is Superman would rip Batman to shreds. Yeah, not if he's made out of kryptonite armor. <clears throat> that that krypton kryptonite armor. I don't know. I yeah, I'm really well. You know. <laughs> That's a wrap. We've got uh, yeah <laughs> podcast over. Let's go out. Let's go burn some couches. <laughs> I'm the riot, motherfucker. You know, I'm close. We're close to see you here. That's how we do it over here. <laughs> yeah. All right. We burn couches and teach them a lesson. Um, I don't know, man. That is just like, all right, guys, seriously, everybody think of somebody worse than him. It's hard, except I already threw out Ryan Reynolds. That would have been, that would have been, that's a good choice. 
That would have been without getting crazy. I don't know, man. Like Jim Carrey. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, now that I could see. (laughs) James Gaffigan. Oh God! (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Come on, you guys. Surely you can think of somebody worse. Jimmy Fallon. Well, that would be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not that I don't. I love Jimmy Fallon, man. That guy is, from SNL. He is awesome. I love Jimmy Fallon. His show is hilarious. Um, no, let's see. Anybody, anybody who's actually like a, a leading man. The Rock. Dwayne Johnson. Oh, God. <laughs> that would be good for biz- Bizarro or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I know who'd be worse, Vin Diesel. That's yeah. That's what was. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of Fast and the Furious, see how I tied it all together. Oh wow! When that I'm one. not when I'm not drinking alcohol, I can do these things. Is this Seven <laughs> Degrees of My Kevin Bacon? Pilot. Oh, Kevin Bacon! That would Kevin be. Bacon would be a good <laughs> Batman. Yeah, see, there you go. Kevin Bacon. Uh, Patrick Stewart <laughs> with like a Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Robin, make it happen. <laughs> Engage. <laughs> oh my god. Who's like overused? Who's like always in it? Oh yeah, um Liam Neal- Neeson. I have a special set of skills <laughs> and a whole shitload of money. The midichlorian count in this villain is extremely uh, high. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Oh God. You that win. Would be the worst. You yeah, win. You win. That is definitely the worst. Hands down, that is like that. Casting him is like a way to end your franchise now. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Jim Carrey would be leaps and bounds in front of him. Yes. Oh yeah. Nicholas Cage or Vin Diesel. I'm gonna drink myself to death. I don't care anymore. I'll be a secret agent with a big X tattoo on my neck. <laughs> yeah, the Vin Diesel thing would be hilarious. All right, well that was now. Aside from that, have y'all has any of y'all seen Elysium? No, but I want to. I hear it's yeah, very good. Is it Matt Damon? I'm Matt Damon. Nah, he's actually... hey, no, he's he's great in it. He was great in Born Identity too. I mean, he was great in Goodwill Hunting. I can't really say he's a. He, he was the one where he was a lawyer. He's just been great in everything I've ever seen him in. I I don't know why there's so much hate for him. Um, the ben next Affleck, one I want to see not, though is Into the World. That's going to be funny. Who's in Into the? Oh yeah yeah. The guys want, from Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I want to see that too. Um. Well. Thank you for that, Noah. That was sure. Any time to derail you. <laughs> I guess that won't, like, so Marvel's dominance won't be ended by this terrible effort. No, oh. and the next, the new Thor movie looks pretty good. So it does look I good. Yeah. yeah, I just wish Loki didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, I was amazed to see that. You know, they uh, actually went back and shot more Loki for you, Noah. Oh God, he's awful. Crappy yeah, like... villain, crappy actor, crappy performance. I don't like Loki. I think he sucks. <laughs> totally. Straight I can't up. stand Loki or that actor. I'm I'm sorry to hear that. I guess so. He's just so stupid and cheesy and just like, uh. I'll get rid of my Loki shrine right now. Sorry. <clears throat> I've got to cancel your Christmas present. It's going to be a Loki staff, Nor. It was going to be, no. It was, yeah, it was going to be like lo- a Loki costume. Uh, <laughs> with little horns. <laughs> little horned helmet. 
Noah, yeah. your next Dragon Con costume is Loki. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that I guess at Dragon Con they have a whole track for Whedon, Joss Whedon fan. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they do. This year it'll be expanded due to the Avengers to have all that stuff too. So I'm not trying to sell Dragon Con or anything. It's just I've been reading about it and no, this from a, from this a people watching talking about yeah. Yeah. from a people watching standpoint, hands down, Dragon Con is the you know, I also it's admirable mm-hmm. that every oddball thing you can think about in all of geekdom is represented there to the nth degree. Yeah, I just saw there's one, there's a track called uh, not a track but an event called Dragon Sex. I Literally, saw that and I immediately like that was when I decided I'd read too much for the night and I <laughs> didn't even I didn't Shutting even read the off. description. I just saw Dragon Sex and I was like, okay, I, I gotta start in the morning. No, <laughs> Mil- <laughs> military <laughs> Scott, did you see the Armory track? Did any of that appeal yeah. to you? Yeah, um, I did. It's one of those things where. I mean, one of their things is is about IEDs and stuff, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to Dragon Con to freaking watch that crap. Oh yeah, no, that would. <laughs> no, yeah. they, they had some stuff on like swords and. Um, that stuff did did look pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's, it was. There's so much stuff going on though. Uh, it's all all that crap is like at the same time because I'm really looking forward to, the Walking Dead cast. Yeah, I'm gonna be going to some of those. Yeah, and the, last other, the year, Battlestar they... Galactica one. Oh yeah, man! To yeah. see, because uh, this year they're gonna have the man. They're gonna have Edward J. Almost. So. Yes, that's exactly why I'm going because that guy is He's awesome. Bad, bad man. Yeah, last year I, w- I mistakenly went to. Uh, did you go to this one? Did either you guys go to the one for The Walking Dead where it was like two yeah. kids who had died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it was like totally useless. They knew nothing about anything. They just had like opinions, and they weren't even real. Well, they were real but, actors, but they weren't like important. The wor- the worst one there was the podcast one. Okay, that's the worst one. Yeah, I but don't know. If, I don't oh, know. that's the one you guys were talking about, huh? Oh yeah. god, it was terrible. Yeah, I I missed that one sadly. I don't remember what I was doing, but but that is where I met Agamemnon for the first. That's time. true. Yeah, that is. Didn't even know we were there. <laughs> it's, it's it seems like some of that stuff is really like bush league. They're like, hey, do you know something? You want to. Do you want to do a show? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting the feeling that, yeah, there's... <clears throat> there's there's a, a lot of that. <laughs> there's... Some stuff is, like, so pro, and some of it's... So not. Just like, hey, <laughs> you're interested in ponies, and I'm interested in bronies, and let's start a track. We'll call it, you know, I, I don't know. It's, some of it's just not most, I don't know, well thought well, out. Even... I mean, Noah, you can attest to this. Even the, um, you know, they had a, a cosplay contest at PAX the year before we went to Dragon Con. And I'll say that there's more cosplay and better cosplay at Dragon Con, but the people that actually were <coughs> judging the cosplay contests are like, or they're the people that are on the damn cosplay show on the Sci-Fi Channel now at PAX. I mean, you know, it's just the level of who they get is so far up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing I saw at PAX, I went, oh, this is Bush League. Nothing. Yeah. Now, granted, it will be, it will feel, if 30,000 people a day can be intimate versus what Dragon Con is, it will feel intimate versus what, what Dragon Con feels like. 
No, not sure where you're going there, Scott. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get it intimate. Will feel <clears throat> intimate, <laughs> like it or not. Really, I'm really happy, Noah. I'm starting to fear for Noah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you should have the Darth Vader boots, Noah. <laughs> but no, I mean, just the, um, you know, you have the you have the convention floor there. I mean, it's set up like any other convention hall, so you have you know, each it. You can kind of go at your own pace, and and yeah. you know there are areas where there's a lot of people gathered for one particular thing. Like last year or the year before last, it was the League of Legends booth with all the the demos of playable versions of Dominion. Well, of course, I mean that was a big thing, um, but you have plenty of time to, you know, the one. Dragon Con last year was you could not basically you didn't go anywhere that you weren't packed in like a sardine. That's why I call it packs. <laughs> but as soon as you went into and you could tell when you went into Dragon some Con, I know I'm talking about Dragon Con, but uh, and as soon as you went into some track that was going to be 45 minutes to an hour that was going to be lame, you're like, oh, there's four other people in here, and you're like, oh, this is a lame one. Damn it. The Bush League. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> Gone. Gone. <clears throat> I don't know. Some of it, too, probably is, you know, my my hobby is much more video game than it is geek culture in general nowadays. So, you know, the PAX focus tends to interest me more. Yeah, it's pretty pure, pure video games. It's kind of cool. It's cool that it's so focused and so not E3, which good for them. I mean, yeah, because that is one thing that you've done. You've been to E3, so you know what that experience is like. Yeah, and I thought it was really cool. And then they said we couldn't go. Well, we didn't qualify anymore. And yeah, that, yeah. that just kind of put a sour taste in my mouth. And then just the way they, I don't know, it just, it was really annoying. What are the requirements for that? Is it? It's a media one, isn't it? Uh, yeah, you insane. a large number of daily visit or monthly visitors to your website. Yeah. yeah, I think you need to, you can't get by with just doing podcasting. You have to be a full on. Yeah, pretty website. much. A destination. A destination, yeah. <laughs> Stories and, you know, lots and lots of content. You have to look really legit. And then it's like, yeah, screw you guys. <laughs> Taking my toys and going home. Yeah. Which is actually now? How did we end up going to Dragon Con the first time? Was it because Pack sold out so fast? Is that what happened? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. And we're like, "Fuck, we got to go and do something," <laughs> but we can't go there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But it worked out really well. I mean, I had a lot of fun at Dragon Con. There was, it was so cool to see all those celebrities, including ones that I thought I'd never have a chance to see because the shows were long off the air. Oh yeah. Oh, speaking of that. This at this time at Dragon Con, they're going to have Lindsay Wagner and Lee Majors. So yes. the Million Dollar Man and the Bionic yes. Woman together. The Fall Guy. Again. The Fall Guy, yeah. It should be oh, hilarious. It should so, be awesome. It's so cool. Because it's like, and there's like, it's a 35th anniversary for the original Battlestar Galactica, I think, or something ridiculous. Wow. Which makes me feel just That's ancient. Because cool. I remember watching that as a kid and comprehending it, <clears throat> which means I was old. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> or you are strangely intelligent. Yeah, I'll Little go with child. old. <laughs> strangely. He is wise in the ways. He's the smartest one-year-old we've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. But, um, yeah, should be some cool stuff for both, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I just came to play so many games. When I saw the list of... Nintendo's games alone, I was really surprised because just a couple of years ago, they only had a few titles on display. And as someone who still doesn't have a Wii U, that they're showing all these Wii U games that aren't even going to be released until much later in the year. They have like, I don't know, like 35 games they're showing. on, And they have stuff on all four floors of the convention center, whereas oh, man. a couple of years ago, it was just a few different titles. So between that and then things from third parties like Capcom, maybe, or Electronic Arts, it's going to be really cool. That is cool. That'll and then the MMO stuff, too. Yeah, the MMO. You know what's interesting is it seems like, <clears throat> you know, and we've seen this before, it's like Call of Duty is a huge success, so everybody for a while, well, was a huge success and still is, but they started to go, we need a realistic, gritty FPS game. Yeah. Every And every, every AAA title that came out was that. Then, like, World of Warcraft, you know, was like a huge success and, and everybody that hadn't been even considering doing MMOs were like, oh, we got to we had to make an MMO. We got to <laughs> yeah. cash in on this cash cow. Yeah. Get on the train or get run over. And they were, you know, they were all serious about that. And then like League of come out and now everybody and their brothers doing a MOBA, like mm-hmm. of various levels of likely success. Yeah, I wonder how many MOBAs will be packed. It's going to be crazy. And they might. some of them might not look like a straight-up MOBA, like that um, Middle End Earth one. End of Nations? yeah. <laughs> We're going to make an RTS, but then we thought, oh, let's just make a MOBA. Why, yeah. well, why and should I mean, we I, bother? I mean, I really have a lot of high hopes for End of Nations. I thought it was going to be, you know, the next flag bearer for the Command and Conquer days kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I still wear my End of Nations hat that I got a couple years ago. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm bringing my Wildstar shirt, so... Well, now, oh, nice. with all the With all the Tryon stuff going down, they, I guess End of Nations is on the back burner again. Oh, yeah, actually, I, re- I remember reading that in an article that it, it had been put on hold. Yeah. Well, now, but there was a recent article that apparently the free-to-play for Rift has been successful. Hmm. Numbers are up, uh, sales are up, everything's up. Why would anyone play that piece of shit, though? No kidding. I just don't get it. It's got public quests stolen from Warhammer. I mean, I don't know. Imitators. (laughs) Imitators. Frauds. Charlatans. Pale shadow of Warhammer online. Yeah. (laughs) If you want the real deal, play some uh, Warhammer (laughs) online. (laughs) You can be a witch elf or whatever the fuck we were. (laughs) Witchy. It was awesome. It was the greatest game ever made, except not. But it was pr- it was going to be, and it was going to uh, it was. World of Warcraft. We were told. We were told by what was that guy's name with the white glasses? Bartle? No. Barnett. No. Barnett. Barnett. Mark. Yeah, Barnett. Yeah, Paul Barnett. Paul, Paul Barnett. Barnett. He told us he, so many times. He's we, head of Mythic now. Yeah. What? Yeah, he's head of Mythic now. That shyster. <laughs> Pretty he ridiculous. was working on that MOBA. They were working. He was heading up a MOBA for I don't know two or three years, and they just shut it down. And he was like heading that up, and so now they're going to make him the head of the company. Now, how yeah, can did you, you how did you, you play that? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> yeah, I did too for like five minutes, and I was like, Fuck exactly. This. How can you fail in a MOBA right now? I mean, they're like the they're the hope of all mankind. <laughs> My savior. Yeah. I'm starting a cult. You guys want to join? Yeah. Is it a Java MOBA to get behind? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mean, does it have three corridors, or is it a Dominion ripoff? <laughs> <laughs> Or is it like that Lord of the Rings game where it's just one corridor? <laughs> straight back and forth. We thought about making it hard, but then we thought, yeah, anybody that plays this is retarded anyway, so <laughs> we just go ahead and give them the one corridor. Our next MOBA is going to have no corridor. There won't even be conflict. It'll just be they'll, just, they'll just all have cool little emotes, and you can do that, and you can talk, and you can get yourself banned by saying bad things about people's mothers. That sounds like Secret World. Yeah, Secret World, yeah. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I was uh this is a total tangent, but uh, I'm I'm known for those, but hey, I was I was looking through screenshots to try to change my uh my Skype, Skype icon to uh, Swiss Gar Squig Elf and which is the lead guitarist from um Death Clock. And um in so doing I ran across this picture which was titled Best Tribunal Case Ever. And so I was like, I don't remember this. It was from back when I actually participated in the tribunal thing for League of Legends. Yeah. Right when it probably when it started and then I got jaded and tired of it. But the comment was the guy was um, they the guy was accused of being um, unfriendly or something like that. And he said. (laughs) <laughs> he said he threatened to choke my mom with my. He threatened to choke my mother with his penis. <laughs> it was just, it was, I was like, I don't know why, but when I was like judging that, I was like, I just can't find him guilty just for the humor yeah. value, you know. Fair enough. I'm gonna have to let him skate on this one, and, and he actually did level up to like 15 and had more kills than most people, so. You know, I, I just couldn't find. It. it was just funny to find that. It was I, no wonder I kept it. It was, yeah. So you did a screenshot of it for yourself, and you saved that on your computer. Yeah, I just saved it, and I forgot all about it. And then I came across it again. I was like, oh, that's why I kept it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I'm, I'm guessing that the tribunal's still active. I don't think they've ever shut that down, have they? Oh, yeah. But yeah, obviously, since all these other games are copying that exact same model. I like how they copy it and act like they came up with it. Yeah. We've, we've well, everybody does that. We've decided to self-regulate our community, and with our with our innovative new system, that is exactly what will happen. And you're like, well, wait a minute. That that was never done for, with a MOBA until Riot did it. Yeah, I have a friend who was telling me about how Microsoft's got this cool new thing where they're turning to the community to manage offensive content on Xbox Live, and you get to see names, and, and you can vote on whether it's offensive or whether it's not. And I'm like, yeah, I remember Riot doing that in League of Legends a few years ago. I feel I feel like that guy <laughs> in the Simpsons episode going, Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And he didn't know what I was talking about. And I'm like, oh. oh, well, thank you for illuminating me with that, yeah. noob. <laughs> Go read Wikipedia for a while so you can talk to me. So what did y'all do in WoW on Monday night? Okay. Well, I'm glad you asked. Yeah, best night of gaming ever. <laughs> Each night is only surpassed by 
the next, the next night. night. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I think all we did was like one instance, right? We Well we met up with Hilgi. We and Tom couldn't stay. Yeah, so it was just the three of us. And uh we uh we did um we started to do an well, instance. Well we did two instances and then you bailed us out of one. I screwed us up. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so we were doing Black Fathom Depths. Which we were really enjoying, Black Fathom Depths. And then like somebody quit, and I was like, oh, I'll re-queue it. Which I didn't expect to be desert from the name of it. No. But it is. It's like some Egyptian desert type deal. So I totally hosed us. And uh, um, we... <laughs> I was rude. Like, I need, to just, I need to do this thing so that we can get a fifth person added back to the group, or is it two people? And you're like, all right. And then it's like, you've now been queued for another instance. I'm like, like no! Seem right. You're yeah. like, yeah, just click accept, and it'll just put <laughs> us back in the same one that we're in. And so we all hit accept, and all of yep. a sudden we abandoned the people that had just joined our group. Yep. And we were all in a brand new instance. And it was a different instance. And it was long, too. I mean, it, it was it, another Egyptian desert type one. Shoot up an hour. Yeah, I can't remember which one it was, but uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, we were... We were doing well, the three of us. We had our stuff down. Mm-hmm. I was a healing chamois, and um, Noah well, was thinking. Before you give yourself too many compliments, this was the first night where I died like three or four times. Yeah. While you were doing your expert <laughs> healing totems. <laughs> you need to stand next to the totem so you can heal. I'm like, how about you drop the totem next to me? If you want to go it alone, I, I go ahead. <laughs> Mm. Hey, you, you know, I, I can only do so much, but uh, you know, it's like, yeah, Tom's not here, so I'm going to be a healer. I'm like, okay, I remember Tom <laughs> doing a really good job healing me. Yeah, so I have really high standards. He's obviously, had more experience with tanks that run <laughs> off and do crazy shit <laughs> than I did. I I just didn't know. I was like, I've never seen anyone tank like that before. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Are you actually taunting him? What? Have you you know that there's this thing you probably need to do called putting your armor on? I don't know if you have you, have you looked into that at all. Like I don't know. Um, no, Noah did a great job of tanking, even though my healing was maybe not the best. But he, uh, like, I would maybe have, or well, no. I would have aggro for like a second just because I was overhealing or something, and then he poof he'd pull it away. So he he was always maintaining aggro, you know, maybe to his detriment at times. He, <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> he was <laughs> he was healing or he was tanking really well, and um, it was fun. It was it, I had a lot of fun. It, I was totally worn out though. I was at the end. Just I, a long day. It had been a long day, so we we played till like uh, what ten forty. Time and we were done, and I mean, hard stop. Like, gotta go to yeah, bed. Yeah, well, I, I'm thinking I'm done. I'm like, yep, I'm done. I was so zonked. Yeah. Yep. So what was going on in Rift? Oh, it was the best time ever. They they like <laughs> so they started out and like the game just like all these new chapters unlocked all of a sudden and they got all this loot and everything and they were like leveled up to like ten level. Oh wait, you guys go ahead. <laughs> I don't want to oversell well, it. Well, we we probably what six or no, not that many. Probably four levels. Yeah, it was like the most fun yeah. you've ever had, right? Since you've been born. Yeah, it was only like three, I think. It was it was only surpass it, it will only surpass last week's Monday session because you know that was the previously that was the most fun we'd ever had. So 
I just imagine them sitting down in front of their computers and they hit the login button and they feel a chill go down their spine. Yeah. Like, oh, it's Mo- beginning. Oh, it's moment, beginning. Moments of rapture. <laughs> we, we signed in and went, you know what makes it so good, Scott? It's not wow. Yes. How, how do you know? That's exactly what happened. Actually, it was just Scott and I this past It week. was because yeah. fucking Aggie, asshole. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Failed us. He he didn't do his homework, did he? No, he, he did not. Did not. He had outleveled us before, and had mentored down, and so now we're well past him. We're probably five or six. Oh, no, you are the mentors. He had some garbage excuse about work. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. He's preparing the hospitals for you guys. He's preparing the hospitals <laughs> yes. in Atlanta. He's actually yeah. He's getting it all ready for us. <laughs> Actually, just uh, did it's comforting arena sure. PvP. So you did we PvP. We yeah, did PvP. the whole time. You mean there was more than two people playing that game? <laughs> no, they were just doing PvP against each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was just being... <laughs> okay, this time you hit me. No. <laughs> it was consensual, unlike last time. Fair, I said, no, just you let leave. it happen, Scott. Just let it I'm happen. I'm rabbit chasing. <laughs> Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> me. Uh, we paint a pretty picture. Man, it's like you guys are there. <laughs> webcams really are in my house. Well, don't put it past Noah. He's known for his surveillance skills. <laughs> we actually, probably what, 10 or 12 games, something like that? It was a lot. The queue time is less than a minute. Yeah, I mean, we, and I think at the most, they probably lasted seven or eight minutes total. So we yeah. queued quite a few times, but uh, I, I can only remember losing twice. So are yeah. there, like, World of Warcraft battles? <clears throat> it's team objectives, like capture the flag or stuff? It's much yeah. cooler now. <laughs> but just like that, only better. My my better. feeble mind cannot imagine the grandiosity of this mode, so please illuminate <laughs> <laughs> I think the the depth it, they are the same. A lot of them are like the they remind me of Arathi Basin. Oh, that's fun. Is it, is it called like Arioth Depression? <laughs> the, um, <laughs> <laughs> what's the map where you um, Bat- you battle tune? You're holding the relics that cause damage for time against you. The that's the library. The library of the something. But that yeah, that one's a lot of fun. That's an interesting mechanic. That one's that was a lot of fun, where you you're scoring points based on holding these relics that do damage over time to who's ever holding them. Oh, so, that would suck. I mean, not not, like, <clears throat> not the when, game, not, the mode would suck, but being the guy holding it would. Five, four, three. <clears throat> there's like five in the whole map, so. Start, yeah, well, it starts off with only a couple, and then as time goes, you, more and more of them will spawn. That that has all the makings like of a, a Jap. Oh, go ahead. It's like a literal hot potato game. Yeah, I was it is. Thinking, I was thinking like it a is. Japanese game show. It is, and like, you're and the the damage you take accelerates the longer you're holding it. So, yeah, it ramps yeah. up. It's but just holding like it builds your team total towards <clears throat> the score that you know whoever reaches a thousand first wins. So, so it's an it's an S and M game. <laughs> <clears throat> so it, so as a healer. Yeah, it's can you fun. survive you can if you have a healer with you? Well, not no, if I'm... eventually you'll eventually you'll get killed because of hit. the escalating damage. Right, there's yeah, no ceiling to it. 
and at the same time, somebody's trying to, you know, the other team's trying to kill you as well. So, well, <clears throat> that sounds pretty cool. But, uh, it's uh, the intermixing of of how complicated the actual characters can be built is what is pretty cool. I find it fun to to pick something that's unusual, and then and then that way when you hit people with crazy wazoo shit. They're like, I have no idea what to do. Cause <laughs> there's a Dominator, uh, one of the Mage Souls. If you hit somebody with uh, a certain spell, if they stay still, they take damage. And if you hit them with another one, if they move, they take damage. So it's funny because they'll run around and then they'll stop and they keep taking damage. And they run around some more and they stop. And they, you know, <laughs> that kind of well, stuff. And like, and like my current build is it's really just, I mean, I'm a Mage healer, but I'm... My only, only, my only, <laughs> yes, exclusively well, a mage healer. That's kind of kind of messed up. He's a cleric tonight. He's like a racist healer. Yeah, he's a cleric. But, but the uh, mo- almost all of the damage that I can do, and I can do some pretty consistent damage, is uh, damage over time. Well, most of my heals are heals over time, so I'm just it's it's basically a pressure build. So. um it works pretty well because I can throw those the damage over time on pretty much everyone. Their their cooldowns are so short for those those spells that um I mean we were actually really successful. We had a lot of fun, so well, cool. yeah, you have one of the more interesting uh souls with that. Because you some of his spells he'll drop spells on people and if you hit that person you get healed. So that'd, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's combat. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's almost like um, it's it's kind of the it really there's a synergy thing, so I can do some some things where um, I can pick one, you know the main tank, and I can give him he gets more heal buffs for hitting certain you know enemies that I've debuffed and things like that that. It's all pretty cool. <clears throat> Don't be expecting that out of my my shammy panda there, Noah. Yeah, I don't do any of that stuff. I mean, I don't. I don't really have the. <laughs> don't power. worry, my I, expectations I only have are like. <clears throat> they're low. The bar is low. <laughs> I can turn into a dancing wolf. And they're very long, re, you know, cooldowns, and they take several seconds to cast. But you know, I have a lot of heal over times, and and the conditional heals where if you're doing damage and staying in the fight, you get quite a bit. So. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty cool build, and I have and I have a, an undead pet named my ex boyfriend that runs around and is just wailing on everybody. And you get points for every kill that you're a part of, so he's just hitting everybody I'm targeting if I throw a, a damage over time on him. So I'm getting all these little dings of of my pet that nobody, I mean, everybody ignores the pet, but he just does consistent damage enough on enough people. I score fairly high in every match, so. What I got out of that was that Scott's ex-boyfriend's hitting on a lot of people. <laughs> he paid well, I mean, for it. That, no. that, that's my paraphrasing. It, well, Mark, I mean, my character's call is named Backseat, and so Backseat? yes, mm-hmm. and so as a mage, my you know basically I've killed my ex-boyfriend and brought him back to life, and so he's the skeleton, and so my minion is you know my ex-boyfriend. And that he is, now has he now has his ex-boyfriend's balls on the end of his staff. That's right. A big giant ball. <laughs> Little trophies. <laughs> big, oh big, big blue is... ball at the end of his staff. You are going to the wrong convention, sir. Um, <laughs> you sure about that? Dragon sex. Where this arm and Noah. 
<laughs> well, it's tough to beat that. I, <laughs> I can turn into a dancing wolf, as I may have mentioned previously. But, uh, I got nothing on that. I, I, Did you name your pet, Scott? Yes, ex-boyfriend. Okay, just checking. The name okay. of the pet is ex-boyfriend. That's pretty cool. And it's your choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, yeah. I mean, I'm playing... We, we have... We have She's a, a female mage, so I'm like, okay, well, the whole point is she, she brought her, she killed her boyfriend, so brought him back to life as a skeleton minion named ex-boyfriend. <laughs> that's his, that's the backstory. I mean, you know. This is as creative as you've ever been in naming characters. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. A new, a new, a new high, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be Riffing tough to beat that. Yeah, I'm going to have to work on this one. It, you know, it's really good. It's it's cool. And yeah. Story. We're not judging you. Don't worry. It's totally cool. If you want to if you want to have a I I don't even know what to say. I'm just <laughs> choked up. That's a, so beautiful that you're talking about. Uh, if only you could see us here. <laughs> it, hey, it was it was just funny, and I thought, hey, why not? I it will, is totally funny. I will still yeah. have this smirk on my face by the time I see you, military Scott. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Guarantee it. That's cool. It's irrevocable. Well, we're definitely missing out on some quality time in Rift. Yeah. Well, and and this Monday coming up, we're is is during is the one play session we'll have during this next world event where a lot of these uh, major plane invasions are supposed to happen. So it's not it's like dead. Bring your dead spouse to work day. Um, no, but I will have my dead spouse, my dead boyfriend, with me. <laughs> he never made it to spouse death. No. And even in death, he can't make it. <laughs> um, well, shall we talk about our email? Yeah, I think that'd be great. Do you have it queued up? I don't. I was expecting you to. Well, this is what happens when we don't make show notes. You know, if we had show notes, this, this would is... not been a problem. <clears throat> this is what? Um, today? Uh, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> you don't <laughs> say. This day. Thunderdome. So uh, you said there were two emails, but I've only seen one. Uh, it might have been a private email. Oh, no, I, I I'll go look. Uh, let's see here. So Allison wrote us last week saying, "Why are you playing World <laughs> Warcraft again?" Why? And we explained ourselves, and Allison sh- she thought that our response was actually kind of funny, and sent a new email from a different email address, which is why I kept getting confused. I thought it was spam, (laughs) but fortunately it was not. And Alice wrote, I didn't mean to sound snarky or rude. I just feel that World of Warcraft is boring and way overrated. I think it (laughs) it receives far more praise from gamers in general than it deserves. Amen, sister. (laughs) Preach it. She continues, I used to play EVE Online religiously and wrote in a few times about it, but I gave the game up. The last couple of expansions have been lame, either background bug fixes or minor cosmetic art changes. CCP should really stop calling them expansions. By the way, I totally understand 
why you guys won't do an EVE tour, I wouldn't recommend it as the game isn't friendly to new players. Anyways, I found the Call of Duty topic on female characters a bit puzzling. Was it Call of Duty or Modern Warfare? Whatever. I'm not sure what demographic the devs are trying to appeal to. It certainly isn't female gamers. Whenever my boyfriend and his friends come over and play some FPS or another online, the girlfriends make a quick exit to the kitchen or the backyard. LOL, here come the kitchen jokes. The guys In the kitchen and make me some pie. Sandwich. <laughs> <Make> <laughs> yeah. It's a sandwich, it's not a pie. I'm going to eat a sandwich now. And so a pie would be okay, too. <laughs> make a boat. Staring at your female pie? avatar makes me hungry, woman. Hook <laughs> 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 that up in that hitbox. <laughs> oh. she's, she's never going to write in again. Thanks. This, nope. this is her last email. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she doesn't like well. There's, what's not to like? She did tell us to to do the jokes, though. So it was more of a you ask for it, yeah. we provide a fun request. It was, it was prompted. If you will. <laughs> the guys get she continues the guys get so angry playing their FPS and loud over the game sometimes throwing controllers yelling and kicking stuff I don't understand why they play a game that makes them angry I wouldn't even oh, touch a game that makes them they're just not good no. <laughs> yes the players in their voice comms say some pretty hurtful things we don't appreciate. I stay away from voice comms as a general rule. Sometimes I have to play alone in MMOs when guilds have mandatory comms rules. You guys have no idea how awful it makes me feel to hear these negative things from other players in-game. And then she wrote out some examples. And oh, my said, God. She said, uh, these are just a few examples of what I've heard. It just gets worse from there. You probably shouldn't read those out loud as they're pretty offensive. Yeah, just imagine... Um well, saying the first game, one is game with Aggie, us. you asshole. I need to show up. That's not it at all, Scott's voice, but it, it just feels right to say it. Close like enough. That. What Close the hell enough. is going on here? Hey. Allison yeah. continues, but back on topic, I'm not sure why they're introducing female character choices. I wouldn't say it's a step backwards in trying to attract female gamers. I think it's more of a sidestep. The real barrier is the toxic attitude from other players as well as the gameplay itself. Having a violent game just for the sake of being violent may attract male gamers, but not us. We need story. We need narrative. Who are we shooting? Why are we shooting them? Where does this take place? Who are all these other characters? This is why I love Bethesda and Bioware games. Simply introducing new characters with boobs and clothing style options doesn't make me want to play the game. Female gamers have repeated this so many times, and game developers have instead chosen to make assumptions rather than listening to feedback. I also think game pacing, difficulty, and challenge play a role in it as well. We don't want super easy rainbow pony mode. That's just patronizing. But we also don't want mega crazy tsunami hard mode either. The right balance that works for male gamers doesn't necessarily work for female gamers. I appreciate the Mass Effect 3 options in the beginning where it offers either story, combat, or role-playing modes. Anyways, kind of a long email, bit of a rant in there as well. Allison. This is a really great... She said a lot of great things there. Honestly. The, email was, the email was more of more quality than our show, I think. Yeah. <laughs> She's outshined us with this email. Yeah. Typed on an iPhone, I might mention. No kidding. Which like I can't do. Um but yeah, it was it was funny. I when she was talking about Bethesda and Bioware, it was just exactly mirroring what um Southern Fred Scott was saying earlier. Yeah. Which is 
you know, they get it right with the story and the, the, there's a reason why you're doing stuff, you know, and previously to my new uh, affection for um, Fallout 3, I, I didn't really realize what a good job Bethesda could do with stuff, but I'm like, I really get why I'm doing what I'm doing in that game. And I have to make decisions that are hugely important to a lot of people, virtual, non-real people in the game. But it's like, it's really, it's cool because you're like, oh man, I'd kind of like to see what would happen if I, oh, say detonate the nuke in the middle of the city. But I kind of want to save all these people too. So I want to try that, you know, Mm -hmm. so... Well, I mean, that's what, I mean, Halo even did that. Um, that's yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to the the Destiny game from Bungie, which will also be at PAX, so. Ooh, cool. Oh, right on. Man, it's like a mini E3. It's going to be so I cool. know, it. it's going to be so fun. I'm so ready, anyway. Yeah, we're both really excited. <sighs> All right, so, Allison, thank you so much for the awesome email. I I can't even pretend to be qualified to speak on some of these topics and definitely not as eloquently as she did. Mm-hmm. And I, I think she did a really good job of explaining her point of view. And I also thought it was cool that she elaborated on her wow opinion and affirmed our, our decision not to play Eve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. For that. Did you, did you valid. Kind of semi on topic. Did you see the announcement that uh, Eve is coming up with a uh, dog fighting version with that's Oculus Rift? Oh. Ooh, now that's definitely more my style. More than Dust 514, which is first-person shooter. But if there's space dog fighting, I'd be all about that. And yeah, 3D it's, it's, virtual reality. Yeah, and it started out as this like little side pet project for a couple of the developers. I mean, what else are they going to do in Iceland so, or Greenland or wherever the hell they are? So. The question will be, will it be as cool as Star Citizen? No, well, no. 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 That is over. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, Notch recently shelved um, Escape to the Sea or whatever, Zero... Zero X, One Zero C. Yeah, he's, he scrapped it due to just he couldn't sustain an interest and he couldn't make it fun. And uh, <clears throat> you're like, well, that was going to be kind of a cool hardcore space game, but, uh, you know, different. Kind of yeah. Like, yeah. I'll uh, Minecraft sort of in that you'd program your computer, but you know, the Chris Roberts thing, it's like my just great hope for PC gaming that it's done the way I, I know you can do it. You know, yeah. I'm really just so excited to, well, if it kicks ass, we could have another Renaissance of space games on PC, which would only be really awesome. Oh, I know. Oh, which yeah. means there'd be good games and bad games, but if we had other games as well, it'd be just so fun. Oh Yeah. It'll yeah. add some cred to the Kickstarter thing, too. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark, I was kind of curious what you thought of our... That was the one thing with all of your humorous email back and forth with all of our stuff. I was wondering what you thought about our kick, Kickstarter comments. Um, I'm trying to remember. From last week. The, about the one that failed? Or just... Or... I mean, we kind of went into Kickstarter in general. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm actually trying to remember. I guess. Well, well, I think there was the Kickstarter founders said, "Be careful with overpromising on your stretch goals." Oh yeah, because of what happened with the. Uh, with Double Fine's Adventure Double Game. Double Fine's Adventure Game, where they like they kept going crazy with stretch goals. And then they had to split the game up and put it into two releases, and they overspent their money. 
That's what yeah. kind of worries me about Star Citizen is. Yeah, I feel like that too. It's like the scope creep is massive with these stretch goals. They're like that for most of the ones I've funded, unfortunately. Like the uh, Richard Garriott one has gone way over. Um, as well, not almost, not yeah. over budget. I mean, <clears throat> they've they they got way more funding than they wanted. The the Dark Age of Camelot spiritual successor did better than expected. Um, so I I don't know. I'm I I don't think everyone is gonna you know fall into the same trap they did. I really I'm optimistic. I guess is to sum it up. I'm just optimistic. Yeah, my yeah. fear is is that the cash flow begins to be I don't know addictive. Mandatory, yeah. Yeah, but there there was just a Kickstarter that failed. Um, but it was like I'm trying to remember which one it was. It was I'll look it up real quick while you guys discuss amongst yourselves. But um, it was like a, a I think I wanted like 13 million, and they didn't didn't get it. Um, what was that for? That that wave might be crashing, man. Yeah, people that, are starting to realize it's not a guarantee. I am trying to find it. I, I hate not. I, I just saw it in passing today and didn't. Um, oh, Ubuntu Edge draws nearly 13 million but falls short of Indiegogo goal. So that was going to be a Ubuntu based uh, smartphone. And, oh, yeah. Uh, the funding goal was set at 32 million. And at first it looked good, but they ended up with just shy of 13 million by its August uh, 21st closing date. So, I mean, that is... 13 million down the drain. $32 million is what they were wanting, and we already have droids, which are, you know, I mean, that's... Technically, yeah, they're already open platforms, so... I I just, I guess most people looked at it like I did and said, I I dig Ubuntu, but not enough to put my money into a, a phone. I mean... If it happens, it'll happen. Some somebody will make one, you know. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe the the wave is. I mean, the crowdsourcing thing's just been crazy. There's bands on there that like are wanting money to do their EPs and stuff that haven't really mm-hmm. produced much ever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah, it's, it's like all over the board. We no one I could sit here in in my basement studio and like. We Say, need to channel massive Kickstarter campaign. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we need to take it to the next level. Right. We need John Stewart to be our uh, to basically do it all. So <laughs> we need, that would probably take us over the top. Or John Oliver is going to be out of a job pretty quick here. So talking about the Daily Show, the greatest news source of all. Yes. Um. <laughs> I liked that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that would be so sure. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe we could do a Kickstarter before the the trend is totally gone. There are right, we, some... need to, we need to jump on a new bandwagon. I think that should be it. Yeah, there's some. We could have things. we could have stretch goals and everything. Yeah, that's true. If we get three dollars, then <laughs> three dollars <laughs> we, we may actually come up with something. <laughs> that would be a big stretch. <laughs> That'd be like the final one where we like actually like start recording like biweekly or something like that. <laughs> Pay us, we'll record less often. Really, <laughs> it can happen. Thirteen million. We did also get another email from Allison where she explained to us the the base mechanics of Eve Online, and 
how it works, which I actually did not know this stuff. So I think just for people who are out there and have assumptions about Eve just being a spreadsheet game, it's kind of interesting to hear some of the other details about it if you've never tried it before like me. She explains, well, I wouldn't exactly say Eve is a bad game. It's not bad, just terribly unfriendly to new players. I'm not sure if you're familiar with how character progression works in Eve. In other MMOs, the more or less you play, the more or less your character grows and levels up. Spend an entire weekend playing, and your character advances a lot, whereas spend only an hour or two per week, and your character advances very little. This isn't how it works in Eve. Here it's a time-based progression. Your character automatically advances over time, regardless if you're online or not. In this game, you train skills that can take as little as five minutes to complete, or as long as three months. Unfortunately for new players, their skill level is quite low to begin with. It takes months or even years to fly some of the more interesting ships. New players are quite limited on what activities they can participate in because of skill limitations. Playing more won't speed up the time requirements for skill training either. I'm afraid an eight-week tour wouldn't be enough to partake of true game content. Maybe if you guys started accounts and skill training now, you might have fun after a few other MMO tours. Well, that's what, I mean, there is no level playing field in EVE. Time is power in EVE. And money. And yeah, you can't there. even buy your way up to being good. You can't, can't buy your way up to being good quicker. It's Coming just, from somebody that hasn't played that, it's, it seems like a money grab. Like, if I had just heard that explanation right now out of nowhere, I'd be like, what? It's like a Facebook game. Get out of yeah, here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, like vampires or, or one of those... I don't know. I, I mean, there's always been something to that game that like has piqued my interest. But then when I go and play it, it it's like Allison describes. You're such a lobby. You know, you just you don't get that instant reward of seeing yourself advance. You know, from play session to play session. It's like you have to really be in it for the long haul. It's just such a. It's the game is too mature for me. Honestly, I, I just. <laughs> I'm, I'm too much of a kid to 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 really um, enjoy it. I think. Well, some of it's the anti of what I was saying the first night we talked about Rift, and within the first three levels, you feel like you're doing something epic. Right. It's it's mm-hmm. not. You know, it's not. Oh, I'm mining my fourteen thousandth rock. Sweet. It's a new <laughs> milestone. I can now Wait a put a, that would, that I can now put another. Awesome. I can now put another cargo hold on my ship. Woohoo! Right. <laughs> oh, I, I just got destroyed. Well, I guess yeah. you have to you have to get out into some dangerous places for that. But yeah, I don't know. It's cool. It's it's really cool that the game is still you know going, and it's there for people who are prepared to to play it. You know, I, I just think it's. A lot of stuff they do is really cool. It's just not something I'm ready for right now. Um, it is one of the most interesting games to hear what's going on in it. It is. It's like yes. if there was like a TV show like reporting on what was happening with Eve, it'd probably be riveting. Maybe there is one. I don't know. There used but, to be called Eve TV, but yeah. it, it it went the way of the dinosaur. So. No. Trapped in tar. Yes. Well, maybe we should be the people to... Take we should kickstart Eve TV. <laughs> that's that's our Kickstarter. We're gonna redo Eve TV with four co-hosts that don't play the game. Don't play the <laughs> game. <Yeah. laughs> this week we're not even gonna talk about Eve because nobody gives a shit. 
casting for every DC <laughs> character there is, right? Yep. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, gosh. Yeah. Well, hey. There's not very good, there's not very many viable DC characters, so. What do you mean viable? Like they would survive in the real world? Or like viable as you couldn't make like, a movie out of them? You couldn't make a movie out of them. Oh, no. I, I totally agree. They're silly. I mean, it, uh, well, no, that sounds bad. I dig Superman, and to an extent, I dig Batman. But well, my issue with Superman is always he is he is almost too powerful. Yeah, and I think like if you had some really creative no risk, yeah. if you had some creative writers, though, you could do something with that. Where what he battles is also like, you know, a Galactus-like person or something. Well, cool. I mean, you know, I mean, the reason why, you know, um. Batman is probably arguably the most compelling DC character is that he's he has limitations. Not super powered. Right. I mean even Green Arrow is better to me in my in my book. I I like him better than than Superman. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I, somehow Marvel their characters seem to all be more accessible and more flawed. Well, they're flawed. They're flawed. Yeah. yeah. Tony Stark's a you know, egomaniacal, narcissistic alcoholic, but you would want you would want to know him and hang out with him. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like you know, maybe get a suit made for you. <laughs> that would be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, thank you, Allison, for your great emails. It was a pleasant surprise to get a cool email in. Yeah, especially good quality ones. Normally yeah. we just get the ones the Scots send us. <laughs> yeah, we stop now that we're freaking on the show, right? I pee exactly. Yeah, I talk to you like two inter- times a week. Why well, I'm going to email you? I mean, <laughs> so so kidding. You got I emailed you like I've, nine times this week. You haven't even mentioned it once. I've always appreciated your 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 emails and other attempts Plus, at correspondence. I have <laughs> attempts. I have. I now have Noah's phone Let number. I know oh, that's Noah's right. phone number. You have Noah's phone number? Yeah, I'm preparing to. I'm waiting and preparing to strike when the time is right. <laughs> is it his real phone number or his Google Voice phone number that doesn't go anywhere? Um, <laughs> it's a real phone number. Oh. It text. That was it real text. Phone that's all I know. Because I texted him and he's like, "How'd you? Who is this? How'd you get my phone number?" <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to buy some shoes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he should have been like all. The baby's yours. I just got the DNA test. <laughs> I don't understand. You said just let it happen. <laughs> It'll all be over soon. God. Yeah, I go. I go. Who is this? And he goes, "LOL, your stalker" in all capital letters. <laughs> like, what? I did say that actually. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, so quality time. I can only imagine what our adventures will be like next week. Uh, yes. you know speaking of listeners, next week is yeah. Quality. Well, and if you're listening to us on Monday, it will be the current week. Uh, and I'm we haven't really planned at all about if or 
when we'll do a podcast during that time, but we'll all be out of state. So yeah. it'll be iffy if we do one next we, week. We won't. I know military Scott and I won't be in a good state of mind for anything technical like making a Skype at connection or using Skype. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think if we gonna... manage if we manage to stumble through that, it might be worth it though. <laughs> be kind of it should be pretty funny. Slightly incoherent. That yeah. would be funny. Yeah. So we'll figure it out, but uh, yeah, I think we might end up taking a break for a week. In the interim, you're welcome to join us. That is Mark and I, or them, the others. <laughs> In but Monday only Monday. if your name is Scott. Yes. No, we have a Scott. We have very high standards. We have, hey, our, we own, have our own Scott. We have our own Scott, and he's just Neither he does just fine. <laughs> Thank you. Hilgi Scott, please. Doesn't even complain Hilgi, about the healing. Hilgi wants to play with us. He just felt bad for y'all that no one wanted to go play with you, so he mm. is just helping you out. Yeah. <laughs> That's a true story. He's he's always watching our Twitch feed. <laughs> While he's he playing wants, Warcraft. He envious. wants to come play with us. He is, he is like, that looks like so much fun, guys. It's like, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> well... Thanks for that buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs> at any rate, we were playing World of Warcraft on Monday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern on the Arthas server, Horde Faction. We're now at about level 52. Yeah. We were leveling. I, I didn't realize when we were leveling. It's we like, oh, good. I gained a level. I gained another one. Oh, yeah, so we, we were leveling. Huh? You want to make it to Outland before your eight weeks is up? We will. Wow, you'll probably go longer than eight weeks, but, you know. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Good. It really just depends on how we feel. Yeah, we're like that. We're waiting for your rift to burn out to set burn out to set in probably, like, next week. Yeah, next week will, they'll be like... No, I'll, I'll tell you, I though. I don't think so. What's one thing that's... I mean, even, like, the little mobile app that gives you, you know, the free... <laughs> yeah. Free, I mean, that's that little thing is addictive as hell. I am racking up on the... On the planar cred. Mm. Well, I'm glad it's working for you. <laughs> Meanwhile, Military Scott and Southern Scott are playing Rift at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, so an hour earlier than World of Warcraft starts. Rift's Necropolis server, Defiant Faction. Wow. Look at you. See, Mark. Got it. He wants to join us. Yeah, mm -hmm. pretty soon it'll just be me. Yep. A little old me. <laughs> healing or trying I'm not so healing, I'll be healing, my, I'll be healing <laughs> myself apparently He's healing or not or not I got absolutely no DPS but I'm gonna own this dungeon he's gonna dance around in friggin Ogremar with as a wolf it's true <laughs> in front of the bank it's true I actually changed my wolf appearance so I'm a different looking wolf than most so that's where I put my point <laughs> yep I'm blue-tinged. So we hope to see you, listeners, in either of those games. And if you have any other feedback or comments you want to send in, send it to mail. M-A-I-L. At channelmassive.com. We always appreciate hearing from you. Hope you enjoyed the show. And we'll be back next week. <laughs>